Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is podcast, the comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. And I'm joined, as we always are on a a Christmas episode, by girlfriend of the show, Justina. Hello. Hello to you. We haven't said, we've been in the apartment together, but we haven't said hello to each other until just now. No, it's been weeks. <laughs> yep. I was like, wait for the Christmas episode mm-hmm. to speak to me. Uh, but for real, uh, it's a Christmas episode because we celebrate Christmas, but happy holidays to people who don't. And, uh, you know, wh- whatever you may celebrate, it's valid. So what we do in these episodes is kind of a breakdown of... Uh, the year for the podcast and the year for comedy for us, uh, talking that out helps me at least uh, sort of see where I'm at and, and appreciate where I've been. And maybe throughout the discussion, uh, we can inspire each other. And uh, I don't know, maybe it'll be good for people listening. And then we'll talk about uh, hopes and dreams for the next year. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Mm-hmm. We're also very hungry. <laughs> oh my gosh, so hungry. And the food's cooking and it smells pretty good. It smells so good and we have wine, so we're going to be slurring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, well, let's uh, start with like a end of the year reflection, starting with the podcast. So the podcast, I'm going to say, had a big year. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. And uh, I say that mainly because of one guest who was on. <laughs> But um, and we had a, uh, actually a few guests this year who were a big deal to, to me to get. Um, but let's go through it. Let's just talk about it. Uh, I'm not going to go down the line. There's so many great episodes with so many great people. And Shannon Krawicki on the beginning of the year and um, Xavier Potten, who just These are all friends of ours. Uh, a lot of magnet people. Jimmy Quo is really great. But we also had um, a pop talk episode. Or a few of them this year. There's an opportunity for me to nerd out with my nerdy friends and brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we started that. Um, and uh, were there any episodes that stood out to you as particularly uh, great or, or yeah. great or interesting? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that to me... Honestly, it's more recent. So that's also like kind of why it's top of mind was Free Ford's episode because he's a great guy and he's a very interesting person but I just like enjoyed it so much because we've known him you know, so, not so long, not yeah. since the beginning but like we've known him for a long time and it's it's amazing yeah. to see the things that he's accomplished it's so impressive to me I know I'm not that close to him, but I'm so proud of him <laughs> yeah. and his and his fiance. Like they've done so much together. It really inspires me, actually. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like I was really inspired by them writing together. You mm-hmm. know, you and I have talked about writing together for a long time. We and talked about it last year. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yikes. We'll um, get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like just to see how they or hear about how how they write together and 
you know, their process and stuff was was fun. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you should listen yeah, to it. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just a few weeks ago, and he just recently made a sitcom debut because mm-hmm. he was in. He, he had a role, a small role in. Uh, the Unicorn on CBS. Okay, that's awesome. Like, that's his network. That's where he's been doing stuff. Right. Um, he did the sketch stuff. So go listen to that episode. And uh, for me to answer the same question, there are a lot of guests this year who I felt really, I was just like thrilled to talk to them. Armando Diaz being a big one um, because, you know. He's Armando Diaz. Yes. (laughs) Form named after him. uh, The theater we're at. Yeah, if you're an improviser, you're familiar with his name. (laughs) If you're not an improviser, you're like, well, that's a cool sounding name. Right. (laughs) Um, I had Lewis Cornfield on, who was someone I had wanted on almost the entirety of the podcast. I didn't know him when we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. I didn't know of him. I had never seen him. But the moment I saw him, which was a few months into the podcast, I was like, oh, that that guy'd be great. Mm -hmm. And, um, Finally had him on, and someone else who I wanted on since the beginning was Will Hines, and I got them both on the podcast this yeah. year. And um, I feel like the other big gets for me are like famous, like like out of reach famous. You know, it was yeah. like I want Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, maybe that won't happen next year. You got to put it out of the universe. We talked okay. about this last year. This we time did. last year, we did. Um, we also had, uh, we just had a lot of delightful people on. And if I would mention something that was inspiring to me this year out of guests, phrase was a good one. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, we also had Jonathan Mitchell on, who is the producer of, uh, the truth podcast, which I love. And that was a big deal for me. But, um, I think it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint it with one person, but I really liked the it's which recent episode with Julian Villard because we were just talking about a lot of stuff that I didn't expect us to get into, and I just I really appreciated him talking about creating from the perspective in the way you're going to be received, and um, that's a really good point because a lot of people do sort of put their work out there knowing that they're going to be seen as like all shucks good guys sort of yes. type and then behind the scenes they're monsters and it's like well you you sort of cheated us <laughs> you know it feels like a big cheat when yeah. someone does that and so I, I i appreciated that and he's really great and um I, if you haven't listened to that episode check it out because it was very recent you know, we can move on from uh, podcast reflection. Uh, there was an, a, another big moment overall in the podcast, which was the newsletter, which we've talked about yes. a lot on here. But that was that's been really inspiring. Um, and simply because I put it out and I've gotten good feedback from people and, and a lot of people like Lisa Betancourt, our friend and previous guests saying, nobody is doing this. This is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and so many people said that to me and, and uh, there are people who are not comedians who subscribe and they've told me that they like it and that yeah. they get something out of it. Um, what can I say? I'm just so happy about that newsletter and I think it's a great product every week, every Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern Thank Standard you. Time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I'm really happy that you had this idea 
and you got it done quickly because mm-hmm. no one's doing it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was like a month turnaround. it's a very simple idea, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so beneficial to so many people. It's pretty straightforward, you know, um, and what it is. So it's very possible that someone else could think of it. Yeah. So I'm glad that you got it out there. And, yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody has any... Um, marketing tidbits <laughs> to help because I think it could help so many people yeah. and I know you have a lot of subscribers but like I'm just like I want every week well, you want all the subscribers I'm just like <laughs> so many people could get so much out of this you yeah know? I, I agree so um, I think I get out of it because it's not like and I stress this because I don't want to be one of those online people who acts like they're a guru and they they aren't and I've seen a few of those um, I'm not giving tips uh, from my brain, they're things that I have heard and seen and read and or, or watched and learned something from, and I thought other people could learn from it as well. So experts or profession like big time professionals are the people who have the knowledge that I am sharing. It's not it's not me giving tips and writing something down and thinking it's good for you. Right. Um, it's it's stuff that I feel like it has been vetted. Um, by their experience and expertise. Um, so that kind of leads uh, into the next topic of like, how did comedy go this year? Mm-hmm. And for me, um, my team is still going yeah. and that's been really great. And, and yeah, sweetheart. And um, I love them and, and we just have the best time. Uh, we had a, after practice yesterday, one of them uh, texted the group or, or slacked the group. Like something along the lines of like, I love y'all to pieces, you know, just because she had so much fun with us that night. So it's it's been I feel like we continually get cr- closer. We've lost uh, three members because one moved. All and- are alive and well. <laughs> I keep saying it like that. No, but like I, I, I had the same problem when people leave work and mm. I'm like, she's, she's no longer with us. <laughs> and yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> So, yeah, they're all alive and well, but one uh, went on to do other things. Another went on to grad school and another moved to Chicago. And we miss them dearly and love them. And they've, you know, come back and played with us. And it was real great. But we also uh, have gained three members since our first season. And it's just been super exciting, like, getting to... We went to the Cincinnati Improv Festival together and just had the best time and we were, we got so much closer there and i just feel like anytime we hang out outside of improv we get super close and just much closer than we were before and i just love all of them we have a it's now a team of 11 people and uh, three who are on reserve is the way right. i look at it when they're in town if they want to play they can and uh it's a big happy family and uh i love that and that's that was one thing in comedy where i just who who knew i didn't know a year ago that i would still be able to be on this team and um and play in new york every week oh man um for the viewers at home or the listeners at home somebody is emotional (laughs) (laughs) and it's your host jason farr (laughs) (laughs) well i just you know we moved up here it's just like all hitting me yeah like i didn't think i would be able to do this this is I'm still living a dream. Mm-hmm. It's great. That's good, baby. Yeah. And um, also there's True Colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk about True Colors. I, yeah, True Colors is a show I co-produced, and it's not, it wasn't my idea. It was a guy named Bjorn Pink's idea. I was very excited about this idea, and he brought me in to 
to help co-produce this show. And it's a diverse variety show of epic proportions, as he put it. And um, I'm glad to be a part of this community at Magnet and uh, was thrilled to be able to help put this show together. We're just getting... Uh, teachers and students and performers of the magnet community together and it is really a diverse show it's you know sometimes diverse means one particular group but we are really like having everyone we had Justina on um and uh so we're not like no white people or or whatever <laughs> we're, we're we're having everybody and it's been super exciting and um We've done two of those. We did one in the spring, and we did one uh, a few weeks ago. And everyone always has a great time, and everyone always comments about the positive vibes. Yeah. Like, seriously, very, very positive vibes. We always hear about that. Yeah, so I think it's going to happen again. Justina was in both both the shows, so that was was a great time. And there's also a show at The Magnet called Spooky. Well, it's not... It's through the magnet in a way because it's someone in the community who put it on and he does it at a bar um, that's right around the corner from the magnet. But it's sometimes at the magnet and it's called Spooky Doings and it's a fun, uh, spooky, scary show. It's basically an Armando, but it's all ghost stories. Mm -hmm. And um, a guy named Rick Guzman, uh, if that's how you pronounce his name. I may have butchered his name. Um, But... He asked me to do it, and that was a lot of fun. And so I got to do a bunch of uh, bunch of fun shows, comedy shows this year. Yeah. What about you, comedy wise? Um, I'm gonna say that I have had my highs and I have had my lows in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with the lows so that we can end on a positive note. But I had, without going into detail, I had the worst stand up experience I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. possibly comedy experience. Mm-hmm. It's so very painful that I literally cannot talk about it. Yeah. It's so, it was very upsetting for me. I felt very bad about the experience. I felt very bad about how I handled the experience, about my emotional reaction to the experience. Um, it was just very bad, you know? And it and honestly, I haven't done stand-up since, and I have zero desire to ever do stand-up mm. ever again. So that was a very sad thing for me. I do um, hope you do it again. I wonder if you, like had the chance to talk to someone like uh like a professional well i just mean like <laughs> michelle wolf or or you know someone like neil brennan or some comic who goes for it and people who bombed and had bad well sets, sure you know and like what their perspective would be i wonder if that would help it, it might but i think what another part of the thing about that was that it put things in perspective for me it's mm-hmm. like if 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 stand up were important to me, I would work through those mm. bad feelings, you oh, know. Yeah. Um, and if a bad experience like that is enough to to turn me off stand up, maybe I'm just it's just not a priority for me. Not I'm not because I'm not meant to do it because I think I'm a comedy genius. <laughs> but um, I'm, I just mean that um, that if 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 I could be that easily turned off by I mean it was a terrible experience, but like like just one experience. And I'm, um, mm. you know, so so that was that. But it was a low. It really kept me down for. L- truly, I couldn't think about it without crying for six months, and that's yeah. like an emotional issue problem, like that I need to deal with. But yeah. it was bad. And then um, another, um, um, low was just like 
low self-esteem in comedy and just like not being happy with myself and dealing with that for most of 2019 Mm -hmm. and not feeling worthy and um Mm. and so like not enjoying performing because i had such low self-esteem and feelings about myself um so that kind of sucked um well yeah and I I don't know if you've heard of um, the There It Is newsletter. But oh, right. Yes, yes. Tips. And, no, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> no, I, that is... Uh, well, I mean, of course, obviously, that's tough to hear. Yeah. Because I care so much about you. Well, that's nice. Um, I mean, I've felt this before. Um, and usually when this happens, I stop doing improv. Mm-hmm. Because I've done improv off and on since I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done improv steadily. You know, and, and usually, sometimes I just need a break, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Every to each their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to each his own. <laughs> Speak English. I'm just kidding. Um, and um, and um, I. Uh, that said, things are going pretty well right now. I'm on an amazing team. It's called Butter Butter Butter, which yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> it's such a great team. You all like it's really it's an improv megawatt team. So it's an improv so house team. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm on there with two of my best friends, um, who are Max Ross and. Um, Andy Roberts. You're going to hear next year on the podcast. That's right. You're going to hear Andy. And so that's been a lot of fun. And I also, this happened towards the beginning of the year, March. It was still cold outside, I remember, but I'm pretty sure it was March. I was invited to and accepted the invitation to join the cast of yeah. You Are Not Alone, a um, an uplifting show about depression, and it's an improv show, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy being a part of that, though I've missed two months, and I'm going to miss January, so it's mm-hmm. very, very sad, just because of being out of town. Well, that maybe you could be a storyteller for one of the shows and talk about how sad it was that you were gone for three months. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Because <laughs> it's an Armando style team yeah, for, the, yeah, yeah. for the audience who doesn't For the know. improv audience that knows what that means. Um, Specifically, yeah, I guess for the people who I know are listening who don't do improv, um, you know how in an improv show they give a suggestion? Well, and, and that inspires the scenes. Well, within Armando Diaz form is a certain kind of style of doing improv i'll say um a person tells a story and the that story will inspire uh scenes and then uh, they'll tell another story and uh that'll inspire scenes so that's what we're talking about when we say an armando yes um so yeah, comedy's good. Um, I didn't accomplish as much writing wise as I wanted to this year. AKA, I didn't write at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to beat myself up about it too much. Yeah, you um, just because I just didn't make it a priority, and that's on me. And that's all there is to say about that. You know. Yeah, I think uh, so. Now we could, I guess, talk about reflecting on the next year and. In in regards to what we talked about last year, <laughs> about what we wanted for the year, and so last year, you said you 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 talked about our show mm-hmm. and how you want to do us uh, want us to do a show together. I still think that's something I want to do and pro- and I want to make it a priority. And you wanted to do more improv. And you want to do more stand up. You did more improv. I did. You had two really big things that and happened And I technically I did enough stand up to last me a lifetime. <laughs> so And we did like shoot around ideas for the show and we've uh written a couple of sketches. Uh it's still all kind of loose, but we've made progress with that show. And for me, I wanted to finish a couple of comedy books. I did finish one. I, I finished Will Hines. 
and I wanted to write more and I I didn't I didn't write as much as I wanted to sketch wise but I'm writing a bunch with the newsletter which is great and um I did say that like I felt ready I was just like ready to go in 2019 and I think I did live that out well because of sweetheart um, so that's good because like you know like I said we went to a festival together and we had a great time we had two shows at it and they were really well received and and it was a lot of fun I also said I wanted to enjoy things more and I don't know if it's just like seasonal depression uh, but I haven't felt like I'm enjoying things as much as I want I feel like to a certain degree uh, some things have gotten me down and so if I were to look forward to something next year it would be to sort of overcome that. But honestly, it might just take the spring coming for that. It might. And I think social media is literally the devil. And that's coming from somebody who's on it quite a bit. Yeah, it's harder and harder to get positive things on it. So much that you see now... is negative. I was looking at, you know, Facebook memories or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they pop up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was looking at stuff. I used to post stuff like to start conversations on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. like I would say, like, Mandalorian's great. And mm-hmm. let's talk about it. You know, like, that's what I would have done. Right. But and you don't do that anymore. No. I just do not want to deal with the negativity. Like, something that mm-hmm. I think is pretty, you know, positive, I feel like can easily be turned negative. And I guess that's never really happened to me, but I've seen it happen. And I just like. It's happened to me a bunch. It's such a turn off. Where, like I said. There was something a long time ago before you and I met that blew up in my face and some friends were like, it's so weird that that blew up because like all these people were being like jerks to me in the comments. And my friends were like, you literally just said, don't be a jerk, regardless (laughs) of what you believe. Just be nice to people. That's literally what my post was. Yeah. And people found a way to be so negative. That was like eight years ago. Maybe not that long, but it was a while ago. And it's just funny that like no one has learned anything <laughs> about how to like behave online. We all need adult supervision, even though we're supposed to be adults. It's sad. I hope uh, I do hope that gets better. But like you really just have to like go within sometimes. I think also like, you know, on Instagram is a good place to find some positivity. Uh, I found some really great musicians that I like on there and uh, went to go see. We went to go see a really great show at Rockwood Music Hall uh, because of a guy I follow on Instagram. And then there are also all the puppies on Instagram. So many puppies. (laughs) Well, let's end the podcast on a hopeful note Mm -hmm. on what we can look forward to next year. And as far as comedy is concerned, oh, you know, one thing that kind of segues into this is something good that happened this year uh, that I can't really, I still can't talk about until next year. He signed an NDA, yeah, yeah, which is a a non disclosure agreement. So there's something that I shot, it's for all our improvisers out there, right? right. (laughs) Uh, It's something that I shot, and uh, it's, it's cool that I shot it. But, uh, you know, don't expect me to, like, show up on uh, This Is Us is all I'm saying. But um, <laughs> it's not like I'm a new cast member on SNL or something. I just mean it's. I did something that's cool. I can't talk about it. 
so that's something I'm looking forward to next year is talking and about. And so can you not talk about it until it's released? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I can't even say the thing that I was on or in, um, and I can't, yeah, I can't do it until it's released. Okay. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward, I, you know, who knows what's going to happen improv-wise. Uh, I'm in my third season with Sweetheart, and that's great. Um, but, you know, like, a couple teams get cut uh, at the end of every season. We could get cut, but, I like, we're, I think, such a tight group. I think we would be an indie team and go and do other other shows yeah. and stuff if we got cut in March. And I don't think that would be a bad thing. It would kind of suck and... You know, it'd be like, oh, what if I if I wasn't doing improv, I've been doing improv consistently uh, since 2013. Mm-hmm. So it would be weird if uh, I wasn't doing it for like six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would just, I guess, do something else. Maybe I'd do more stand up um, uh, than I do now. But I think uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is a really big acting gig i want to be a body on law and order that's right (laughs) (laughs) i do want to i do want to like get a couple of things like that next year a few things uh regular things i'm saying i want to be on the cw um (laughs) on the flash that's what I want next yeah. year. For, that's for my, for comedy. That's my comedy goal next year. Oh, I mean, it's a funny show. And then still to come back uh, on Wednesdays and do Megawatt at May. Every week. <laughs> yeah, every mm-hmm. week. Yeah, so that's it for me as far as uh, what I want next season or next year. What about you? Next season. Um, I think I just want to, along the lines of what I was talking about earlier, I just want to build self-esteem mm-hmm. so that I can honestly just like fucking enjoy what i'm doing because when you have low self-esteem it's hard to enjoy any part of your life you know yeah and for me like that's what i'm going through as well and um it can be hard to motivate yourself to to like move forward and also if you're not feeling good in one area of your life then it does cheat you out of appreciating other things in your life so um i want to i just want to be well yes um and that i guess that goes back to that old like and i guess it's a biblical thing but of being content with nothing and uh that is a challenge and i've been content with things uh with you know things that i was struggling with but was still like happy and content yeah um but i've been uh not so content (laughs) in those times and I guess I've also been not so content when things are going well. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just want to be clear. Like, I'm grateful. Mm, yeah, we... But you, I, I you just... You and I um, both have, have made it a point, I think, uh, constantly to show things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I just I just hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, a little confident... A little hope, a little, a little pride, a little pride to go with our thankfulness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would like that. I'd like that too. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you for talking to me for the first time in a few weeks. Yeah. Since you know, yeah, rules are rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening and. As we mentioned earlier, we had a bunch of fun guests, so if you missed some of them, go back and listen. 
And uh, next week, we're not going to have a new episode because it is the week off. Let's, let, let us have a week off. It's the holiday season. <laughs> we'll be traveling. Uh, so we're not going to have an episode next week, but we're going to come back in the new year with our buddy Andy Roberts, who's on Butter, Butter, Butter with Justina. And he's talking a lot about entertainment, but he's also talking about finance. That's right, folks. <laughs> of finance. Riveting. It's great stuff, though, for real. Don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter. And please follow us and like us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes and on Instagram at Jason Farr Picks. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 